Ho, ho, ho. And welcome to the Dead Darlings Advent Calendar. Each day until Christmas Eve, we'll be unwrapping a mini episode featuring a poem from one of our favourite poets. Christmas is a time for giving, so if you enjoy a poem, please feel free to give the poet some love on social media. Let them know you like their work and share it for other people to discover. Poets love to feel appreciated. Let us know as well. If people want to hear more from a poet, we may invite them on as a guest in future episodes. Stay safe, cosy and connected this December and have a wonderful Christmas, darlings. Behind door number five of the Dead Darlings Advent Calendar, it's Lucid. Hi, this is Lucid. When the prompt went out to write a Christmas poem, I thought I was going to write a really heartwarming Happy Christmas poem to make you all feel good uh, after the year we've all had. Um, sorry. <laughs> Looks like it opened a can of worms. So my recommendation is, well, I thought I'd choose something that kind of fits in with the poem as I reference it there. It's the series called Chernobyl. It's about the Chernobyl disaster. It's a drama and you can watch it on Now TV. So I hope you enjoy the poem. And Merry Christmas. To my sister. Christmases didn't used to be like this when we were 24 and 26 and mum still made us stockings filled with bits like promotional post-it notes with logos on. Christmas used to be half-used toiletries wrapped up and given as joke presents when we'd both stay at mum's for a whole week amongst snow-coloured fir trees in Scotland. Christmas was wrapping paper covering the floral day, lolling around in PJs, skanky hair, no makeup. Christmas was hours and hours of doing nothing, playing games, and those days were endless. Christmas was no effort. We just came and spent time together. But now every year the lead up to Christmas feels a little more like EastEnders. And maybe it's about the missing maleness, the ghosts of dads that used to be still floating in the cooking steam and the aniseed of mulled wine scents and the blink of lights in the Christmas tree. So as the shops put up their golds and reds and wreaths each year, we make our plans and there's always an argument. And it's always about this. That lately, at Christmas, when you barely got here, barely skimmed over the perfunctories, you say you can only stay for breakfast. Then you and Mark get on the road and it feels not enough, because after that it's going to be another six months. So we get you, in tiny drops measured out with a pipette, a scientist precision. The hand comes out to spot the petri dish and then withdraws. Like we're radioactive, to come in contact with us will cause your skin to break and bleed, your eyes to leak, your skin to burn like mum's house is Chernobyl. So we get you in your protective gear, we get you in your hazmat suit for Christmas. And we can't really see you through the visor. And if I say anything like, why are we all looking at our phones? Is it too much to ask for? An evening of eye contact, the whole room becomes a task force. Treats me like an animal gone feral. Maybe I am. Christmas is a tightrope to be walked. Because now I want a family like in Spain or Italy or far-flung countries I've been with open doors and popping in and drifting out weekly or even daily where aunts look after babies. But you want space whenever you're here, when you have space from us 360 days a year. We used to laugh till tears rolled down our cheeks and we had to cross our knees or we piss ourselves in your bedroom where we couldn't see the floor for mess. And this November, as I was trying to finish this, what is it, a letter that I wrote for a Christmas poetry podcast and wrote for me and maybe one day for you, I remembered. He sent me an email. Probably couldn't have explained it better. I read it again. You said I've been reactive, that you feel scared to say a thing in case it hurts me. And I think maybe writing this will help me see that it's not only you, that I'm the one that often starts the fights, that I bite back with anger. 
For me, that feels better than the silence of sitting tight-lipped denying there's a problem. But we're fluid. And this year I'm different. I've stopped drinking away the difficult days. There's so many things I'm doing. I've already held back and turned what could have been a fight into niceness. And things are getting better. You've learned to try and see us more. But now, as I walk among the orange and brown of the trees in lockdown and the lights on buildings and takeaway cafes start to make this year feel Christmassy, I'm still angry. Because every time you're with us, you say you need space feels like you hate us. Don't tell us you're the same with everybody, because we're not everybody. We're your family. You say you need boundaries, your words. Boundaries are borders, boundaries are walls. Walls mean you can't see us, so we can't see you. And I feel hurt. And however you want to dress it up, hide it behind what you call introversion, you're pushing us away. And when you discuss how much of us you can handle on any given Christmas, can you imagine what that's like to hear? When your unborn child is born, imagine talking like that to her but for years you've been saying words like that to us so while you continue to say these same things I don't know if recovery is an option and the whole family tells me I'm wrong to feel like this I don't have a say hush child it's okay that we barely see each other and when your partner steps in front on guard with his shield saying that I don't understand you and your need for space I nearly laugh I don't know my sister who I grew up with who I know for at least 27 years didn't used to be like this oh there's still time for Christmas to blow up and it'll be my fault again for turning up and saying how I feel so here is my way of processing this and don't tell me I'm wrong for writing this for feeling this for bleeding this on a sheet of paper this is mine and here on this page whatever you withhold from me whatever drawbridges you pull up whatever you all tell me I'm not allowed to feel you can't do it here when there's no love for me when tree branches thrash at my windows when the people in my life provide no safety when you've left me alone this page these tears these words are my home 